Welcome to Jurassic World. Yes, welcome to Jurassic World Minute Movies. Jurassic World One Minute Time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, we're discussing Minute 114 of Jurassic World. Before we get that, David, we're uh, making a bit of a change here and returning to Costa Rica. We've seen in the start of the film briefly with the uh, aeroplane coming in and supposedly the ferry terminal with the boys getting onto the ferry. Um, I've just got an article up here from Jurassicpedia on pretty much Costa Rica's involvement in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Up until two, uh, 2001, at least, anyway, <laughs> the article hasn't been updated for the uh, the events here that we're about to see in the end of the film. Well, I mean, we don't really see much of Costa Rica in the movie. In fact, I'm pretty sure that the hangar we see here in the movie is in uh, is one of the one of the hangars in Pearl Harbor. I think maybe on Florida Island or some something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's an issue we got in the film because we don't get the, the subtitle down down the bottom or wherever uh, mm-hmm. where we are. Um, we knew we knew everyone was being evacuated by evacuated by cruise ship, which if they were going to make for land, they'd make for the Costa Rican coast. Uh, unfortunately, as is <laughs> mentioned in this article too, the meeting of uh, Dogson and Nedry in San mm-hmm. Jose, which is not on the coast. <laughs> So, whether I'm pretty sure when we see the plane flying to Nublar, it is San Jose that's in the credits, isn't it? Um, I have no idea. Oh, that wait, was so wait, long ago for the first movie? <laughs> no, no, no. For um, for Jurassic World, where we see the, the the stock footage of American Airlines landing in Costa Rica. Was it? I can't remember. Oh now. <laughs> no, it was that other. This is one Santa Maria airport. So that might not, uh, I'm pretty sure we Googled that and that didn't come up in Costa Rica at all. Yeah, I think we did, now that I remember. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Well, it says it's in Costa Rica, but when we Googled it, it was not. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll have a research and more. I wonder if there was any, even anywhere along the Costa Rican coast that would take cruise ships, but I suppose, as we discussed, when the whole cruise ship uh, evacuation came up, they would have been using tenders to load people uh, onto the ships most likely because the Nublar docks didn't seem to be able to accommodate mm-hmm. big ships like that either. So, anyway, uh, head over to Jurassic-Pedia for that uh, little write-up on San Jose and um, Costa Rican's invo- involvement. 
could have been a lot more if Spielberg had shot there originally and not Hawaii, but uh, that's that's in a different life now. Did you call your sister? Straight to voicemail. It'll be fine. She handles 20,000 people a day. Huh? She can handle two more. Dave, read again to minute 114 of Jurassic World. Yeah. All right, minute 114 opens with Larry shutting down the control room and ends with Claire and Karen looking at each other through watery eyes. As uh, Larry shuts down the lighting in the control room, uh, we get one more look. You can see the reflection of the main screens on the, the windows behind him. You can still see that big red storm cell <laughs> on there. We hit it every time we're in the control room. <laughs> Maybe that storm, there's a little bit more rain coming that uh, puts the fires out in Main Street. That's why it survives in the Fallen Kingdom. Uh, one way or another, because it gets pretty destroyed as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of always felt that the music could have been more climactic here. I remember the Adagio uh, track for Alien 3 when they're shutting down all the computers and closing up shop, the prison. Mm. They're basically saying, all right, this is the end of it all. And I think that they maybe not had quite that effect, but I feel like they needed something less quiet in this yeah. scene. A little bit more of a finale music, you know? Not like marching band finale, but like uh, <laughs> <laughs> something something a little bit more upbeat because it's kind of like really sad music. Mm. Well, we do get the, I guess as Jurassic World turns later, as the Tyrannosaur comes out onto the thing, we could have got little hints at the start of that with it playing a bit slower or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it for Jurassic World as Larry walks out as the uh, the lights dim all around him. I was going to say, actually, I remember a track on the um, credits where it's kind of like a slow, sad theme of, of the um, main Jurassic World theme. Mm-hmm. That would have made, been a good track to have on, in this scene. Yeah. Yep, because it is our final moments on Nublar. Mm-hmm. Except for what, what we get at the very end. But Yeah, mm-hmm. it comes in after the uh, Jurassic Park theme, I think. Yeah, yep. But then we cut today, and uh, we get a soldier walking across the screen with an M16 on his back, and he stops and talks to another uh, soldier in front of an, of what I assume is an airport firefighting engine. Um, that's sort of lime green. Although they, they, you see a lot of city engines and that like this too, so probably not airfield specific. And we can see that large hangar in the background. Families walking around getting some air. Hardly 22,000 people here that we knew were in attendance when the park was evacuated. There's still a lot of people there. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's every one of the extras they've used in this entire movie. Yeah, yeah. And I can I can see maybe maybe only taking the sickest or the, the most injured to Costa Rica because they'd need medical assistance and maybe there's still yeah. some on the cruise ships or... We know that we don't know exactly how early in the morning this is, and we know that they that the last boat left at dawn because Dave and... Um, Dave and... What was her name? Roxy. Be, Ro- Roxy. Yeah, Dave yeah. and Roxy. Um, Dave's easy to remember because that's my name, but Roxy <laughs> I'm in trouble with. They forced the boat to kind of stay there until the very last second. Hmm. Yeah, it's sort of weird too because, again, it's not here. I don't know where I read it when I read about Larry knowing the park was good done and that's why he's shutting the lights off. He was going to join Claire and Owen um, mm-hmm. and the helicopter that he called for because we know Claire tells him to call in a helicopter 
earlier in the film, presumably that helicopter comes and picks them up from Main Street and they fly to the exact same location in Costa Rica as the, the cruise lines are dropping people off. It was a bit of convenience. But uh, inside the hangar, we can see hundreds of people sitting on the hangar floor in chairs and everything else, uh, and a doctor treating a man's bandaged head. There's all sorts of different logos around the world. I know, I think the novel describes this as the Costa Rican Red Cross. Um, um, as far as I know, the Red Cross is a universal symbol. It's pretty I, much, it's pretty much always universal because in warfare, it's te- technically a war crime to attack the red anything any vehicle bearing the Red Cross. Mm. Yeah, but in saying that, I presume the Red Cross was a Red Cross. We're here; it just seems like a white cross with a blue outline on some of these gazebos in here, but. It might that might be just a local, local yeah. medical medical thing. So true. And then look out, we get Barry arrive out of nowhere, uh, <laughs> walking through, uh, seemingly helping helping some people. Mm-hmm. I always kind of thought that like going through his head is he's looking at Owen like you sob you left me in that log. I I don't know if I don't know if I'd take him just walking straight up to him and punching him and just walking off. <laughs> yeah, maybe not that level, but I mean, there's probably some. They're not gonna call, they're not gonna talk for a while. <laughs> well, we know they don't because they don't talk for Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> it, it, that's one thing I really hope we do get, even if it's just a word of dialogue explanation in Dominion. Mm-hmm. Owen, Owen asking for his help or something, and Barry just saying, last time you wanted my help, you left me behind, <laughs> or something <laughs> something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, then we see Karen and Mr. Mitchell, I can't remember his name. Was he a Dave too? No, he wasn't. Mm, Peter, I think? Peter, yeah. Anyway, they're walking together um, amongst the injured. Grey looks on their f- oh, sad looks on their face. And we cut to an image of... Uh, of Gray and Zach sitting beside Claire, and uh, Karen sees them and begins to cry. And Claire's, Claire's the first to see uh, her sister and gets up, telling the boys to get up, get up also, that uh, your mum, mum and dad are here. And that's when the family hug and cry, and Claire just stands there awkwardly, giving the, the family time to, uh, to reunite. Mm-hmm. Which is where the minute ends. I kind of always thought it was funny, because I'm pretty sure that, like, what when um Claire said that your mom will never let me see you again? She's right, <laughs> and that's why Zach and Gray have, aren't going to be in the sequels. <laughs> well, I wonder if the um the well, not the stress, but the upset look on Claire's face here is more so waiting for the bombardment <laughs> from Karen <laughs> of um <laughs> how could you let this happen to my boys or whatever else, but mm-hmm. um. We're going to see next minute that um, there's no hard feelings here between between the sisters, so that's um, one of the few shots we get next minute. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking briefly at novel comparisons, uh, as I said before, we don't get Larry in the control room. We just cut from the uh, blue, blue or one of the well, both animals leaving Main Street. Mm-hmm. We cut to a school gymnasium in Costa Rica as Zach and Gray's parents walk in. Uh, it had been set up as an evacuation centre. Uh, they see thousands of people wrapped in Red Cross blankets eating donated food on paper plates, um, which I thought was weird. Okay, we've got a big aircraft hangar here, which, yes, makes a little bit of sense. 
A school gym. Yeah. I noticed big ones. I'd also question whether Costa Rican schooling system has gymnasiums and that like they do in the States, um, or auditoriums or sort of large... I would imagine in San Jose they probably do, but we don't know where in Costa Rica this is. We presume it's in San Jose. But at the same time, (laughs) there's no school, maybe maybe a private school, but probably not that's going to just let... 20,000 random tourists walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention that an airplane hangar is probably much more accessible. Yeah. Even just simple having the simple subtitle when we get to the hangar, mm-hmm. Port Aranus, it would have been a good little nod back to the first no- or the novels. Um, we know it's on the coast, or was situated on the coast in the novels. Mm-hmm. It would get away from that little that little issue of San Jose being on the coast in the start of Jurassic Park. <laughs> but in saying that too, it would be a lot smaller community than a bigger city like San Jose, and you might have a school of a couple of hundred kids there, and yeah, maybe not the biggest gymnasium. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they scan the crowd looking for uh, their kids, and then the reunion happens pretty much the same as we get in the film. Uh, Karen sees Claire, and then from then the... Uh, kids and they all get to hug for a happy ending but David (laughs) we still have uh, two minutes to go in this film Uh, there's going to be a lot more hugging and crying and then we're going to hug and cry as we see Rexy looking out over her kingdom (laughs) but um, (laughs) that's going to come that's going to come next week or next minute so how about we get out of here today and uh, reunite for those later on alright sounds good